Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back aboard the stream boat. We're back again and every week we are trawling the Netflix stream to try and find a hidden gem yep. of trying, a movie. Trying to find you something to watch that's worth watching. Yes. We don't always succeed. We do not. But recently we've done all right. The last month it's been or so. a decent season so far this we've season. We've been treated to some proper hidden gems. We have indeed. And then this week Robin's picked us this movie. Yeah. Um, this movie, this week, is called Nightwolf. It's from 2010. It's a 15. It runs for one hour and 21 minutes and is currently rated at 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb. 4.3? It's the lower end of season nine. But... It is, but it feels... Hi. It feels like a nice rating, yes. considering what this movie was. <laughs> 2010 is a long time ago now. 13 years ago this movie yeah, was made. Yeah, I kind of still, that space in my head, I'm thinking that's not that long ago. But it is. But it's, 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 it's a considerable it's a time ago. a long time ago. 13 years. Yeah. yeah. To a time where not everybody carried their mobile phones at all times. No. According to this movie. Yeah, exactly. This movie stars a lady called Isabella Calthorpe. She plays a character called Sarah. She, You may know her. She's in How to Lose Friends and Alienate People. Right. Which is a decently big movie, I guess. Is that Simon Pegg? Yes. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. And she's also married to... Oh, good for her. <laughs> she's married to Richard Branson's son, Sam. Wow, okay. So she's also now one of the richest people in the world. Yeah. Or related to one of the richest people in the world. Yeah, she's married to Sam Branson. Oh, good for her. This film also stars a guy that you will know. He's called Tom Felton. He plays a character called Gary. He's in all of the Harry Potter movies. Funnily enough, yes. I'm partway through his autobiography. Really? Yeah. <laughs> because my, my wife had it for her birthday or, or something. And I was yeah. like, I need, I need something to read. It's a really easy read. Does he mention Nightwolf at any point? Have you got that far? Not, not yet. I'm still... I don't think he still, will. He's still larking around <laughs> the, the, the sets of Harry Potter. of Harry Potter. Yeah. Like yeah. smoking... With Robbie Coltrane and stuff like that. So. Um, really? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. They played Draco Malfoy in Harry Potter. You'll know him. And he was in all the Planet of the Apes movies, wasn't he? All, he all was. of them. Yeah, some of them. them. Yes, a couple of them. Uh, this film also stars a lady called Gemma Atkinson. Uh, she plays Emily. Um, I feel like you're only going to know who that is if you're in the UK. Yes, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Uh, she was in Hollyoaks for a very long time. She then moved on. She left Hollyoaks and moved on to being Emmerdale. Yeah. And then she left Emmerdale and moved on to being Casualty. I think she did very well in Strictly Come Dancing. She did. And she's also married to the uh, dance. One of the dancers. She's married to one of the dancers from Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. I don't know. And does she, she's like radio DJ as well, isn't yes, she? Yes, I think so. Um, yeah, she's like a Quite ubiquitous. She's a, around she's a British parts. celebrity. She's yeah. just, she's in and about TV. She doesn't do a lot. We have a lads mag back, probably back around in the day. this time. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, she doesn't do a lot, but she's always around. She's a thing. Um, written by a guy called Adam Phillips, this film. Adam Phillips has no other credits on IMDb whatsoever. Okay, what were you doing in 2000? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When this happens, it always makes me think that's somebody writing under an assumed name, yeah. maybe. Or sure. this is a script that's been on some direct, some studio's floor for 10 years and then it's been picked up. Yeah. and It's just been submitted by somebody. I don't know, but it's random that you'd only have one credit. And this only gets... Does this just get made on the strength of... The cast sort of snowballs. Yeah, probably. We've got Felton. Yeah, we've got Felton. Let's put him in a role that isn't right got for Atkinson, him. But we've got you know, him anyway. she's in FHM. Yeah. Probably. And then but they're not, neither of them are good enough to play the lead role. So no. let's get Richard Brunson's <laughs> daughter-in-law in. Um, and directed by a guy called Jonathan Glendening. Um, he directed one other movie. 
Okay. And that is called Strippers versus Werewolves. Okay. Which I've actually seen. Have you? Yes. So he's got... And I'd be surprised if you haven't, because that's yeah, the sort maybe, of movie I think me and you would have watched. He's, it doesn't stick in my mind, but he's got... Uh, so, okay, so he's got Werewolf... Yes. In the blood. <laughs> he has got Werewolf in the blood. He made this film in 2010, that film in 2012, and nothing since. Okay. Um, I do have a really interesting fact about him, though. Right. I don't know how this sort of thing happens. Do you know the film Closer with Jude Law? Yeah. In that movie, Jonathan Glendening is Jude Law's hand twin. <laughs> <laughs> he plays Jude Law's hands wow. in that movie. Apparently, in that in that film, the character needs to be able to touch type, and Jude Law can't, so... Okay. Jonathan Glendening came in and did the touch typing for him. So I wonder if, like, oh yeah, it makes me think. I want to know more about that story. So how did was he just on set? Would he, was he doing a job on set? There's not got any cast in the credits on the, on the or, movie. He's uncredited in the role. Yeah, was he a friend of someone working on the movie? Went ah, I know a guy. Jonathan Glendening's hand looked just like Jude Law. <laughs> or did somebody see Jude Law and go, my mate's hand looks just like yours? <laughs> it's like I feel like we're doing that bit in Friends. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that's like... what it reminded me of. Yeah, how does that sort of thing happen? I think the ability to touch type comes first, surely. Yes, surely. And they're not, no, because no one's going, oh, well, that touch typing screen would have been great, but I didn't buy that those were Jude Law's hands. <laughs> it's a crazy fact. I really enjoyed it. I don't know how it happens, where it came from, but it did. And it's a fact. <laughs> I love that. Right. <laughs> the best. It's already the best thing about this movie. It doesn't <laughs> so have a lot of competition. I've got seven pages of notes in this one. Well, I, I must say, I have. I think this is about the least number of notes I have ever made for a movie that we've done. I mean, just to give you a bit of context, my first page of notes, which is only an A5 booklet, uh, took the first half an hour of this movie. Yeah, there's there's a whole lot of nothing happening in this movie is what we take from this. There's a lot of techniques here in this movie, which we've seen in a lot of our watch-along movies and, yeah. you know, real low-budget stuff, padding. There's yes, a lot of padding lot in of this. There's a lot of off-screen activity. Yes. Just to set the scene a little bit. Yeah. Where does this film start, Nick? Uh, no. Don't answer that. Okay. Watch your one-word review of this film, Nick. Hungry like the night wolf. <laughs> I am starving. <laughs> uh, where does this film start, Nick? Why is it called Night Wolf? I know it happens at night. And it's I don't like, know. Well, I know it's like... descriptive, but it's like no one's ever called a, a werewolf thing. A night wolf, that's not a thing, is no. it? No. It feels like the name of an 80s American drama. Yeah. Like about a helicopter pilot or <laughs> exactly, something it, yeah. it really yeah. feels like that <laughs> we all know you're thinking of Airwolf I am <laughs> but if a Knight Rider it's the combination of those two Homer Simpson would come up with Night Wolf. Wolf he would it's a terrible name for a movie anyway bear in mind there's not really any wolves in it <laughs> I mean they're Siamese aren't they yeah <laughs> there's not a lot of hair no exactly. anyway Anyway, let's get to that. Where does this film start, Nick? A lady arrives. She does. At an old house. We have a credit sequence. That's so long. This, the credit sequence goes on for fucking ages. Yeah. There's just a red moon. Yeah. And then the credit sequence goes on. And then the title card comes on. And then the credit sequence carries on after the title card. And, and we just watch a car drive over a really long driveway yeah, to a so house. That, we're the, five minutes into this movie already. this music be plays. Yeah, and a girl pulls up to an old house in this car. It feels abandoned. Yeah, which... But it's not. It, well, I think... Yeah. <laughs> It's abandoned in real life. Yes. But for the purposes of this movie, they've dressed it up with a bit of scaffolding and some plastic sheeting yes. to imply it's being refurbished. Because she goes to meet her dad. Yes. Stepdad. He, stepdad. And he is surrounded by bills. Yes. His name is Duncan. This was the last movie. He died not long after this oh, really? movie. He was only 58. By a werewolf? Lung and bowel cancer, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and... He's quite famous. He was in loads of like British TV back in the day. And this... 
person, this lady we are meeting is Sarah. Yes. She is obsessed. She is the lead of this movie, and she is returning to the family home from being in America. She's been in America for doing nondescript things. reason yeah. for a nondescript amount of time. Yeah. Um, we know, don't know why or what she does. I mean, I'm not really sure why she's coming home. No. Nope. Is, is it told why? Are we told no, why she's just coming home? Back? She's coming for a few months, I think she says. Yeah. Um, but she, we never get any reason why she went or why she's come back. Um, yeah, they're talking about the house and now. He's happy to see her. She's like, yeah, oh, this really refurb's happy. not going very well. Dad, yeah. what's going on? And they, 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 there's a sale that's fallen through and they're kind of running out of money yeah. to run this big house, this family. Um, the mum's gone away somewhere. She's coming back on Sunday, I think he says. Yeah. Uh, but your brothers are all outside. They're out in the uh, shed, probably smoking weed and doing drinks and girls. But is this not? And then we, we cut to said barn and Sarah goes and meets these people. Yeah. This is like the lamest in inverted commas, cool party. Yeah. It is so lame. There's four boys and one girl. Yeah. They're just like drinking, sitting around in a, a garage, bo- drinking from bo- one bottle of it's... Strongbow. They, they're all lame. They are all so lame. <laughs> yeah. And no, none of them, I get that they might have been, like, I presume they know Sarah was coming back. Yeah. But they don't seem happy to see her particularly, considering we're told she's been away for a few years. Yeah. So I think what we've got here is some brothers and some stepbrothers. I think there are... And one potential friend? Yes. I think there's three brothers, but yeah. I don't know as to how many of them are biological or I th- adopted step. I think there was two brothers and two friends. Okay, let's work, let's let's just work this then. So I thought Stephen was a brother. I think he's stepbrother. Okay. But family. But family. Who yeah. is he Stephen is going is in a relationship with Sarah's friend Emily. Emily, yeah. Because she's not happy with either of them about that. Yes. Even though she's been gone for years and what's it to her, quite frankly. There is Charlie. Yes. Who is the sort of a bit younger. Yeah, I've forgotten about him. He's basically the nerd kid from my family, if anyone's (laughs) in the UK or wherever. Real brother. Yeah. Full brother. And then there's Luke. Full brother. Who's the little brother. Yeah, 13. For some reason, just to sleep in a different barn. He got wasted. It was his first night oh, getting right, high. Okay. That's what they I say in this that. scene. It's like we've got Luke high. It's really funny, and he's yeah. fell asleep in a barn. Yeah, um, he's thirteen. Yeah, he's real brother. So, so three, bro- what, what? Two brothers, one step brother. Yeah, and then you've got Doug, who is a friend. Yes, who is also Emily's ex boyfriend. Yeah. who is Emily is the friend who is now going out with Stephen, who is yeah. the bro- step brother. Yeah. This is all something we've had to make up because it's very badly explained during the movie. Oh, it's not explained at all. We've not even mentioned Gary. Who the fuck's oh, Gary? Oh, Gary, yeah. <laughs> Gary is Tom Felton. Tom who sh- ostensibly should, is the biggest per- name in, in this, this movie. And Gary is a fucking dickhead. Friend? And, yeah. Yeah. This is why Gary's are dying out. We talked about this during the <laughs> week. And this Gary is a prime example of this. Yeah. This, look, I know it's 2010, but we're still fair way into the Harry Potter franchise at this point. Are we not and, done with it? Is uh, it not? We're near the end. Yeah. Okay. And why is Tom Felton doing this? It must be as a favour. Because Gary is, a, Gary is like an the absolute... Lad. He's the laddie lad. He's a paper thin... Jay from the in-betweeners. He's yes, Jay he is. From he's the Jay from the in-betweeners. They might as well have That's got him. That's exactly what, the, what this character is. <laughs> also, by far, the worst actor in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if scene, he's not the he's worst all, actor, yeah. he's completely dialing yeah. it in and he's just reading his lines yeah. from a notepad because it looked maybe it was, was he, maybe he had actual vodka in his because you may maybe. as well <laughs> maybe if you Tom Felton so that's your set that's your characters for the movie I guess I'm, I, I and still dad's don't know. still in the house the dad's still in the house yeah so 
this is the point where they reveal that they've managed to get Luke high. He's 13 and he's yeah, now falling asleep. I've just covered this all by just putting banter, banter in the barn. Yeah, so he's gone to... So Sarah goes to check on him to make sure he's okay. Um, and then she sends him to bed. She's like, go off to bed. Sleep it off, you'll be fine. Yeah. Sends the dog. They've got a dog a dog as well. He goes with him. He goes off on his own. I can't yeah. remember what the dog was called. It had a stupid name. Might have been Sausage. Um, she says to Luke, she's staying for My a few weeks. My friend's got a sausage dog. Oh, really? They called it Sizzle. I thought it was That's a really a good name. name for a sausage dog. <laughs> anyway, I like that. Um, she says she's staying for a few weeks. Um, the boys have all laddie banter about all different girls they've potentially been shagging, but haven't been because they're all massive virgins. Um, Emily gets offended by something that Gary says because he, he goes one step too far. He's asking about their tits yeah. at one point. He's like, oh, you're, you know... Emily's tits are really good. I've not seen Sarah, so I'd have to see them together, yeah. you know, make a proper judgment. And I was like, fuck. Even in 2010, this is like... Yeah, there's some not... transphobia in there as well that yeah. goes on. It's not It's not a fun scene. Um, Emily, get, I think Gary says something about her being Doug's ex and now she's sleeping with Stephen and she gets offended because he's basically calling her a slag. Yeah. And she walks away. So she goes to she goes to a toilet, which they also seem to have in this barn. Um, and that means Sarah can follow her and they can have a bit of a catch up. Because Emily's really pissed with Sarah for just leaving her and going to America or wherever she's been. Um, but they, they seem make up and now they get on. They seem okay. Everybody's happy in the end. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole, yeah. Then they briefly mention that they think their mum's having an affair. Yes. I'd... But we but they've got no evidence of this. She no. just keeps going out at night. And, that's why. and then the power goes out and the party's over. So the party has to move into the main house. Sure. For some reason, the power's gone out. Again, it's an old house. We don't give any explanation as to why other than that. So presumably they're going back in to like find dad and try and get the power back on. Yeah, because they don't care that the dad's asleep upstairs. Yeah. Um, so they go up to try and find him to get the power back on. And when they get halfway up the stairs, they notice there's a big blood stain on the stairs. There is. And there's like some little foot animal-y footprints. footprints. Yeah, and they're all along the landing. So they all start to panic a little bit and they follow this trail. And they follow it to the dad's bedroom. And we know it's the dad's bedroom because Emily goes, isn't that your dad's bedroom? Because <laughs> that's how good the script is in this. Um, and when they open the door to the dad's bedroom, the dad has been destroyed. Is the only way yeah. to describe it. He's I in put pieces eaten on his to bed. death. Yeah. <laughs> he's in pieces on his bed. You can see his ribcage. Yeah. He's not in his a good way. His face is ripped open. Yeah. And yeah, there's, there's guts everywhere. So they all scream. They all panic a little bit. Everyone does some really bad panicked acting. Yeah. Everybody in this film's terrible. Let's put and it out there. Every time something like this happens, like, so if there's an action or reaction scene, we just, I mean, epilepsy warning, yeah. because the camera just flashes lights on and off, doesn't, yeah, you know, yeah. so it doesn't have to show people acting. Yeah, you not. never actually see anybody acting. Um, there's some sort of creature behind them in the hallway, which they see yeah. at this point. Again, you just hear general growling. Yeah, you don't and... see anything. Uh, so they barricade themselves in a different bedroom. They do. I put, there's an off-screen werewolf. Yes. Which is not the first time we've No, we've seen plenty of off-screen werewolves on this, this show. show. Um, they barricade themselves in a different bedroom to find that the dog is also dead. He's also been yeah. eaten. Um, so they're all barricaded in there, except for Gary. Yeah. How has Gary's got Gary's gone off to somewhere. find the fuse box. Yeah. He went downstairs when the rest of them went upstairs. Um, and at this point, Gary is no longer for this world. No, but he, we don't see anything happen because we... Is this the first time maybe that this this movie employs werewolf vision? Yep. Which is just a red filter on a the red camera. red filter over the fast-moving camera towards Gary. And that's it. We don't see 
Yeah, he we basically comes Gary. up looking for them. He doesn't know what's happened. He's yeah. obviously not aware of what's happened to the dad. He wanders through, and then he just gets... Uh, he's taken out. Off, Tom yeah, Felton is no off longer off in this movie. We don't see Tom Felton's the second credited actor in this movie, and he's in two scenes. Yeah. And one of them is the one he dies in. Um, the rest then hide in a bathroom because the thing takes out the bedroom door. Yeah. Uh, so they have to hide in like the ensuite. And then they notice that this bathroom has a hatch up into the attic. It does. So they get up into the attic. Um, and this is where they it's reveal... It's a big house, by the way. Big country house. I don't know if we really... Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge mansion. Um, it's revealed at this point that none of them have their mobile phones on them. No. Well, one of them does, but the battery's died. Um, Probably because he's been playing too much Snake. It's one of those movies that is not that old, but wouldn't get made now. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense. Um, and then they suddenly remember, oh shit, Luke's still asleep downstairs. Oh yeah, the kid. <laughs> we forgot about <laughs> we forgot him. about the kid in the barn. Um, and so Sarah's like, well, I need to go, we need to go for a phone. There's a phone in dad's bedroom. Yeah, we need to call for um, help. We need to go for that because we need to make sure and they're like why luke's asleep he'll be okay yeah which doesn't compute with the fact that dad wasn't no exactly <laughs> so but that's that's the uh that's the what we're implying in this movie so whilst he's asleep he's fine if he wakes I, up i mean spot. i guess i wouldn't have taken much effort to just write a line in like as long as it's in the house with us we know luke's safe yeah no luke's in the house he went to bed Oh, he was in the barn still no she sent him to bed he, oh, wa- he wandered off with a dog oh, okay. yeah he's in the house right. asleep. oh in that case yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> um, and so they were all in this attic. They haven't got a phone. They need to go and get the landline phone. Yeah. Uh, which is in dad's bedroom. Um, and then they managed to find a tunnel in the attic. Yes. Under like a chimney part breast. Breast? Yeah. Oh, feels weird to say. <laughs> um, and which takes them over to over the top of dad's room, basically. Yeah. Which also has a hatch in conveniently. So it's revealed at this point that some, for some reason... Sarah's going to go down, distract. She's going to cr- create. She's going to create a distraction. the distraction whilst Charlie. So Charlie can make the phone. Makes call. the phone call because yeah. the two older boys are just not going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, they make some joke about them being stronger, so they need them more. I don't. I, I, I don't I, understand I, it. I don't know. I um, don't know. So Charlie goes down. So, so they've basically gone to either end of the attic, yeah. is my understanding. So Sarah's going to go and make a noise, noise on a door at in a different one end room, of the house. While, which were distracted while Charlie goes down and makes the phone call yeah. in the dad's room. And then they can both get back up again. Uh, it doesn't work. Wait. Charlie, It does work. Charlie gets to the phone, makes the phone call, yeah, calls the police. Yeah, he gets through to the police, calls the authorities. The police. Um, but the thing doesn't go for Sarah's distraction tactics uh-huh. and just slaughters Charlie. Yeah, ignores her and just, yeah. So now the guy from My Family's Dead as well. Yeah. Not my family, the TV show. He wasn't in my family. Um, then the beast turns around yep. and runs at Sarah. Yep. And she is scrambling back up into the attic. Yes. And Doug's trying to pull her up from the top. Yeah, and basically she gets uh, bitten on the ankle. She does. Her ankle gets bitten. Which I will say, it looks like an absolutely terrible injury at first yes it does there's blood and, everywhere and then later on looks kind of actually not not a problem yeah they never they never they never sell it at all uh, but we, she's she, uh, yeah at this point she's bitten uh quite a bad injury on her leg yes but she's back up in the in she the is back attic. up she managed to get away and the thing just disappears it doesn't try and get up to the attic with her for yeah. some reason uh, we cut away from the house at this point and we meet a policeman I'm just going to call him generic cop. Yeah, sure, um, cop. Does, I don't think he's ever given a name. He's just, put, a, just a British cop in a police car. I because I had no idea what was going on at this point. I put, my note says, a countryman sees his dogs. 
<laughs> then the cops show up. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. A, a countryman sees his dogs. Because he's, wear, he's wearing like. Is this the guy that's been on the show before? Yeah, he was in the. He's uh, he. Oh, I can't remember. He's an Irish fellow. He played. Fellow. He played Badger in Hard Times. He did. Again, he's quite a well-known British TV I'm actor it, whose it. name I can't remember. John Lynch. That's it, John Lynch. Um, he plays like. He's a he's a generic dog farmer. He's, yeah, he's a dog <laughs> yeah. guy, which makes sense out in the country. He could be a herd. Yeah. What's so the, the police have gone to him and a said, hunt, "Huntsman." Or yeah. Something. The police have gone to him and said, "Look, I need your help. Um, bring your kit. There's a creature loose in a house up in the." Yeah. So I've had a somewhere. report of a loose creature. You're a dog catcher. Come and help me out. Come and help me, please. Um, so I don't think he has a good relationship with the police. He's he's a bit against the idea, but he does go for it. He yeah. does help. Um, and the police, the the cops. Like, I'm pretty sure it's a hoax, but come on, let's let's go and check it out. Yeah. And we go back to the house. Um, Doug's patching up Sarah's leg. Yeah. He's basically just tying a headscarf around it. And now she's mad at Emily again. Yes. After they make they made up earlier, but now she's mad at her again for being a slut. Yeah, probably because her brother's just died. But they argue that it was a bad idea because some some of them are claiming, oh, it was a decent idea, but it can't be that good idea because Charlie's now yeah, yeah. dead as well. Um. So Stephen ends up leaving the rest of the crew he's well, like I'm going to go on to the other side of the house Emily and Stephen I thought this was the point where they decided they were going to look for a gun yeah so she he goes off he goes off in a huff and yeah. Emily follows him which Sarah doesn't like which is why they started arguing again uh, but yeah he's going to go and try and find the shotgun yeah which apparently they have in this house but Doug stays with Sarah yeah so we've now split into two we've only got four people left and we've plus Luke two is teams. And plus Luke is the being lazy there. somewhere yeah um, Sarah and Doug find a hand drill in the attic like a windy drill yeah and they decide to start drilling holes through the ceiling so they can see down yeah to see what's going on downstairs but there's nothing there and they they keep drilling holes in the same room i think and they're yeah. just looking down in the same room um emily comes back she's had an argument with steven um sarah genuinely just calls her a slut at this point yeah. <laughs> i don't know what's going on uh, basically for sleeping with her brother when she was gone away um and Emily's like, I've not come back. I've, we've just come to tell you that we're going for the gun. And then Doug's like, that's a great idea. I'll come too. And he goes and leaves Sarah on her own with this injured leg that she's got. Um, but then at what point does Doug come back? Cause, cause Doug does go back. Because, because Stephen and Emily are then on their own downstairs. Because they go down. They do the go attic. down from the attic into some sort of store Doug's not with them. At no, all. he's not. But he did go. He yeah. did follow Emily out of the room. Because uh, they start kissing and start making out. Um, yeah, Stephen and Emily just like slut it up. Yeah, slut it up a little bit. But Emily pulls That's away. Nice. She's like, this is not the right time. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. people are dying. Um, and the beast is like the other side of the door all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, door, the beast is the other side of the door and they can't get the gun cabinet open. But they can't shut the door either. No. I was really confused <laughs> what was happening here. Because it, it was literally like, I put my head down to make a couple of notes and then looked up. And the, so the beast is the other side of this open door. But instead of trying to shut the door, they decide to move the gun cabinet in front of the door. So they couldn't get the gun cabinet open. No, I get So that. what they decide to do is put the gun cabinet in front of the door. So when the beast attacks, it breaks the gun cabinet open. <laughs> of course, obviously. <laughs> That's what they did. Right, okay. Um, why they didn't shut the door, I don't know. But they needed the beast to break the cabinet open so they could get the gun. Which they, and it does. It works. Yeah, it's, yeah, they, yeah. it smashes yeah. the cabinet and they get the gun. Uh, unfortunately, the gun's not loaded. Um, but Emily finds some shells on the other side of the room. Yeah. Which she knew were there, even though it's not her house. And 
is it Stephen Steve, or is this at a point Emily grabs the gun basically they, they hit the beast in the face with the butt of the shotgun they do and, and it, it runs off it runs off then Stephen gets angry at Emily for some unknown reason and because he fucks she, off she on his took own. charge I yeah. think yeah and he didn't and like that he's, he's a, this is a toxic man he's a horrible but we haven't really seen that up until now and no. now he's suddenly full on crazy yeah he's a horrible piece and of work and his, his facade has been seen through because he's she's took charge and yeah, he doesn't he like doesn't the like fact that, that he's He's been. He wants to be seen to be a leader, but yeah. he's too scared to do anything. So he fucks off on his own. Yeah, he leaves. A, he leaves his girlfriend to, uh, well, potentially die at the hands of this yeah. beast. But she doesn't because it, it fucks off when she hits it with a gun. Sarah yeah. stabs it with a bit of wood. Oh yeah, she's broken like a pool shoe. Or she, yeah, something like that. She had a bit of. It might have been a chair leg or something, but she yeah. finds it. She stabs she, it she with. She dropped that. down as well. Yeah, and then she gets to Emily. So now we've got Doug on his own. We have no idea where Doug's gone. Because no. he was Still following Stephen and Emily. Stephen's on his own. And the two girls are together. So let's keep track of what's going on. Um, then they all decide, well, let's go back up to where we started. They all go back to the attic. And Stephen's already sitting in there. And Emily goes fucking batshit crazy on him. She starts yeah, wailing on me, him. You left me. You're a pussy. She starts, <laughs> literally starts beating him. Until the she, gun off him. She pulls the gun on him. She loads the gun with the shells. Why shouldn't I shoot you? Yeah. And then... Mid, this is also as they were crazy. running away. Went as as well. The the screen went like epileptic again. Yes. So the action in various comedy scene where Emily and Sarah are coming up against the beast, you don't see anything. No, you never see the, the screen is just going from dark yeah. to bright white to bright white because because yeah. obviously there's no there's money. No, there's, there's no, no beast to see. Yeah. Um, this is possibly one of the funniest things that's ever happened on this show. But also, it took, I had to rewind it to work out what had same. happened. <laughs> Absolutely same. So, mid-rant, Emily's ranting at Stephen. Yeah. Mid-rant, the hatch bursts open. Yeah. Because this thing's now decided to come up to them. Yeah. The bridge couldn't do earlier. She gets a shot away onto the beast. Yeah. Shoots it. The gun flicks back. Because she sort of stumbles into the She's not, she's not used hole. to the weight of the backfire yeah. or whatever. And as it flicks back, she shoots again and shoots her own head off. Yeah. And it all happens in half a second. And I, I, like you said, I had to watch it three times yeah. to figure out where I'd gone. But it's very fucking funny that it, it is because she's still mid realm in in a in a movie that could afford to do that shot properly. Yeah, it would have been a brilliant. Joke. It really would. It really would. It's so funny that even Stephen can't stop laughing. Yeah, he's, he's just, gone full mental. He's just now. gone mental. He's laughing at the fact that his girlfriend's just shot yeah. herself in the head. Um, Doug's. Fine, and then he looks down and notices he's got some he's took, shot. He's some took a shot to the leg. To the leg. So then he starts screaming as if he's about to die, even though he was fine a second ago. So Sarah seals them in. She the hatch loft, loft hatch has fallen through the hole, so the the hole's exposed. Yeah. So she just pushes a cabinet over the the hatch to, to seal them in. Uh, we cut them back to the cop, generic cop and generic farm man. Um, they find an abandoned car on the side of the road, the road which they nearly hit. It's just abandoned with the door open. Um, and then we cut back into the house. Well, they find they also find a load of clothes. Yeah. Sort of leading away from the car. And one of them says, oh, this is... Uh, yeah, they find a purse, don't they, with Yeah, this is Mrs. Mays or something. Yeah, whoever she is. That happened after the... There's a scene, oh, where, they sorry, cut, sorry. They, there's a scene where they briefly cut back to the house and it's like, Sarah's like... Oh, it doesn't look like my ankle's as bad as it should yeah. could be. She <laughs> yeah. un- unties the scarf and she's got a tiny little yeah. cut on her leg. Yeah. Somebody's cleaned all the blood away. Um, and she's just, she can walk on that fine now. Yeah. Um, and that's where Stephen has completely lost his mind. He's just giggling in the corner. And then we cut back and that's when they find 
the lady's bag inside, etc., etc., etc. Yeah. We got back to the house. The... And the cops, the cop says, "Oh, uh, this hasn't been abandoned. Yeah. Why would you leave your handbag?" A, girl in your... a girlfriend, a, a lady would like, never oh, leave a handbag. Maybe. And then there's all the clothes. Oh, maybe this isn't a hoax after all. Yeah. Because they they're, they're they're going to the house on the provider. They yeah. think it's a hoax. Um, we could back to the house. The kids decide they're going to try and get on the roof. Um, because they're in the attic and there's no other way out, so we need to go through. So Doug starts trying to hammer through the roof tiles yep. to make a hole in the roof. Um, and then at the, it's at this point that Luke decides he's going to wake up. Sure. So Luke finally wakes up. Um, this just is the thirteen-year-old brother. He just starts wondering. He's, he doesn't. And you're right. He was in the barn because he goes into the house. I thought he was. Sorry, that's yeah. my bad. Um, he goes into the house, and the first thing he sees is Gary's body on the floor. So he then starts like, shouting and Gary. screaming. <laughs> Gary, start... what's wrong? <laughs> he's not even Northern. Okay. He's actually Australian. <laughs> um, the, the kid who played him. Um, he then starts screaming and shouting as you would when you find a dead body of your friend. And Sarah manages she to... Just, she just sh- dives through the ceiling. Yeah. She just, just drops through the ceiling <laughs> in a cloud of plasterboard. <laughs> she must have stood in there and dived like she was going in a swimming yeah. pool to just dive through that ceiling. Which gets the shit out of him. Which <laughs> it it does, yeah. Um, but she rescues him and she manages to get him into the attic somehow. We yeah. don't see how, but then, then the next scene, they're in the attic together. And they all do get out onto the roof. Yes. And they can see the cops approaching. Yes. So why are they not fucking shouting like crazy from the roof? Because they don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they just watch them. They just watch them. Instantly be murdered, basically. <laughs> the cop comes in and he is basically Dick Halloran. Yeah. He turns up and before he even gets through the front door, he's killed by the werewolf. The guy, the other guy goes to the boot of the car to get his stuff out and then he is also instantly yeah. killed by the werewolf. They absolutely halloran this. Yeah. Um, which they, everybody sees, these guys see it happen. They don't at any point scream to warn anybody. No. Um, and then Sarah's like, right, well, we'll just get to the cop car. Because they... they're now outside and on the floor because they managed to climb down from this yeah. multi-tiered building. So having just seen these two get up, slain immediately. Yeah somehow uh because she's our lead character i guess she can get to the car yeah safely see what this werewolf safe. thing does is murder somebody and then completely disappear as soon as it's done when it's convenient for the plot exactly yeah. um, so she gets she does get to the cop car she makes a run for the cop show she gets inside there tries is no, to use the radio she tries there was no keys for yeah. a start she can't get it started and she tries to use the radio but the car's not on so the radio doesn't yeah. work um so then they're like right let's make a run for the garage where we started this movie the barn where we were yeah because in there, Stephen's got a Jeep that she doesn't work. But he is good with cars. Apparently so. Apparently. Not that good. New information to <laughs> um, So Doug, Sarah says to Doug, take Luke to the hayloft. So he's going back to where he started. His, we're basically resetting the film yes. at this point. Um, so Doug and Luke go off to the hayloft and Stephen tries to fix his Jeep. But he can't fix his Jeep because the part he needs is in the boot of his mother's car. Yeah. Which is the one that we found abandoned. So basically, I think the story is... Stephen had manipulated the Jeep because he thought his mother was going to use the Jeep yeah. to go to carry out her affair. So basically he'd he'd removed something from it to basically want to cause it to crash. That was... Yeah, but he also said that he'd let the tyres down on her car. Yeah. Cause, and that's why she was late going so maybe out. Maybe he'd just done all the cars. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But basically, he was trying to stop her going to this affair that, that she's, she's having. allegedly having. 
And he let the tires down on her car, which has caused her to be an hour late going out to where she normally. She did end up going out, as we yeah. know. She left out. Um, and because he didn't want us to go see her lover. And Sarah says, "Well, now she's probably dead. We've got no information on she might why she might be dead." But Sarah's like, "She's probably oh, dead." Oh no, she does because she produces. Oh, she this... finds the handbag in the police car. Yeah, so Correct. she produces the mother's, the mother's driving, driving license. license, and she's like, "Look, the police have clearly found this. Yeah, then they've come here." So she's like. If it turns out our mother's dead... This one's on you. Yeah. None of the rest of them are on you, but this <laughs> one's on you. That's what she says to him. Um, and then Stephen beats the crap out of her. Yeah. <laughs> he literally punches, sma- punches her, in, her, her in the face, holds her up against the door, smashes her on the floor to the point where she's lying on the floor in a puddle of her own blood. Yeah. And I thought, well, he's just killed her. But then her eyes turn black. There's a green wave over her eyes yeah. and then they turn black. They do. And then she gets oh, up. Yeah, I was like, she, yeah, she got bitten. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember then, how werewolves were. <laughs> then she gets up and punches him in the face, knocks him out. He runs off. He runs outside the garage. And we know that the beast's outside because it killed the wild man. And Stephen's done for. He gets yeah. eaten too. Same sort of gory, visceral, intestine. Yeah. Uh, probably exactly the same prop that was used probably on was. dad, yeah. basically. Exactly Stephen's exactly. ribcage looks the same. Yeah. Um, Sarah then snaps out of whatever she's just gone through, goes to tell, goes to see Doug and Alex and tells Doug that Stephen's Luke, gone. don't know who Alex is. Never been on Alex. Who the fuck's movie. Alex? <laughs> Doug. She tells Doug. And Luke. You and said Luke. Doug. Where the fuck did I get Alex from? I don't Sorry, know. My bad. Um, anyway, she, she goes to tell Doug and Luke what's happened and that Stephen's gone, but she doesn't remember what happened to him. Yeah. She has no memory of the last five minutes of why he's just suddenly gone now. Um, Luke's fallen asleep again. again. Yeah. Still, kind of like kid. kid. Um, which so while they've got the five minutes Doug and Sarah decide they're going to have a bit of a kiss no, she jumps in yeah she's like a horny werewolf now <laughs> and then she he, Doug throws her off and he's like not the right time and then Luke wakes up and Sarah starts to transform her fingernails grow yeah. her back starts hunching that, that's literally it that's all yeah. we see <laughs> that's literally it uh, so the boys run off into the house because they're like fucking hell Sarah's turned into something beastly Um so Luke and Doug run into the house. They find her phone in her bag. They find her phone and her car keys yeah. in her bag. And she, just as they're about to do something, she jumps through the window. Yes. And they hide under a piano. <laughs> this is all the things that happen in this movie. And then the other beast that, was, that we've been chasing from earlier fights the new beast, which is yeah. Sarah. Two were- they're, were- they're werewolves. A werewolf fight. fight. But they're not werewolves. No, they're, they're just bold. naked ladies. They're bold. Hairless ladies. Yeah. <laughs> no, they have got a snout. Got, you've got snouts and So they're and a, bit, a bit wolfy by this point. But yeah, there is not a, there's not a hair in sight. No. They've all visited a <laughs> good waxer, apparently. I mean, if one, what are werewolves known for? But, but, I mean, being hair is quite up there. Yeah, I, I would say so. But again, budgetary concerns, I guess. It's <laughs> yeah. cheap to have a naked werewolf. Um, the original werewolf comes out on top of this fight a little yeah. bit. Sarah, so Sarah, Sarah starts shouting for help. Um, Doug tells Luke to leave, makes him go. and then He says, go and lock yourself in the car. We've got these car keys. Go and lock yourself in the car. And then... Does he kill the original werewolf at this point? Somehow? He, no, he shoots it with... And I don't, I don't know if I miss this. But he's he's picked up what I presume was a tranquilizer gun that the country. Oh, okay. Dog. I didn't pick that up. Dog person. Because it was like, like it was a paintball. It was a paintball gun. 
yeah. wasn't it? Let's be yes, honest. it was. It was a paintball gun, but it was supposed to be like a tranquilizer gun, which I presume the dog catcher had brought with him. Yeah. Uh, and he died, but I didn't see that he picked this up. No, but he suddenly got, got it. it. <laughs> so I've had to make the connection, and we'll presume that's where it's from. But this yeah. movie has never showed. What We've never seen this gun before up, in right? our lives. Who was on the piano, or did he pick it up outside? I don't know. So he does take it out. But he, yeah, he darts the original werewolf. Yeah, and but then gets his throat bitten out in the process. No, well, no, so what I thought happened was he darted the original werewolf, yeah. which fell to the floor and then a plastic sheet conveniently fell on, fell top, on top of it. it. He then goes out from the piano and he's face to face with Sarah werewolf. Yeah. And she bites his throat out. Yes. But at the same time as she bites his throat out, he in his hand has another dart. So he's yeah. not loaded in the gun and he he sticks stabs it, it in her neck. So he Tranquilized but, both werewolves, but died in the process. Yes, that's what we're saying. It doesn't. It didn't take effect in time for it to stop her biting his throat out. Okay, for his ex by his ex girlfriend. The next morning, now the sun's up. The, yeah. the curtains are flapping. Uh, Sarah wakes up on top of the piano, naked and bold, yes. but not a werewolf anymore. Correct. Um, she She's crawls like across. Good you. <laughs> aged <laughs> reference there from Nick. Um, she crawls across the floor and finds. A mum's body, but she's not quite dead. Uh, but she has had a throat. She's all bloody and messed up. Yeah, she's gurgling. Yeah. So she screams. Because she realises she killed her mum. Yeah. So the the, the, the original way of not picking this up <laughs> is the mum. Yeah. Because why not? Uh, then there's a, a, what I've written is a montage of destruction. So we just have a quick look at all the rest of the bodies yeah. in the different parts of the house. Um, and Sarah's like, shit. I think Luke's still alive. I'll go and find Luke. So she goes to have to find Luke, finds him straight away. He's hiding in the car, still in the car that he's is, into. Again, terrible editing here because he's like really scared. Yeah. There's his bold sister who yeah. clearly saw turning into a werewolf and she's yeah. like, let me in, let me in. And he won't let her in. No. And then in the very next blink of a scene, they're driving away. They're driving together, together off in the scene. A cop car flies past them and she's like, we need to head somewhere safe. Yeah. Mum was heading somewhere safe. Yeah. But she was delayed by Stephen. So this is what's happened. Her mum knows that she's going to turn into a werewolf. So this so affair she goes, that she was going, was her going somewhere she safe She goes somewhere every safe every weekend. That the full moon is... Yeah. And she didn't make it because Stephen sabotaged the cars. Yeah. So she was halfway there, broke out, came back, destroyed everybody. Yeah. That's what's happened in this movie. Um, There's a big then, difference here. Go on. You think, no, you carry on. Well, I was just going to say, so the... the, the so that thinking is kind of sound. She would take herself away yeah. on her own somewhere yes. safe for the weekend. Sarah's not on her own. No. <laughs> She's got a little brother. She's got a little brother with her. And they need to go somewhere safe. But he's, he's not, not going safe. to be safe when he's with her. No. no. Because presumably that night she will again turn into a werewolf. How long the full moon? A couple of nights? I don't know. Yes. He is very much in danger. Yes, very much We've so. just seen that in the whole movie. Yeah. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. But I'm not also not surprised by the lack of sense. And the very last shot of this movie, we cut back to Gary, Tom Felton's character, lying on the floor, and suddenly he just breathes in. Yeah. And the film ends there. Thank God. <laughs> Thoughts, Nick. And he's got a hat on, so we don't know if he's gone bold. So we don't have to do, don't have to spend money to exactly. make Tom Felton bold. <laughs> um, look, this is a bad movie. Yes, it is. It's a really bad movie, but it's not. My big problem with this, it's not bad enough to be good yes it's like yeah. i think we've made it sound worse than it is yeah it, it's really meh 
It's, it's a really forgetful movie. Yeah, nothing happens in this movie. Yeah. We've made it sound better than it is, probably. Because all of those attacks are off screen. Yeah, we don't, you don't see any of this. The, my biggest problem with this movie is that it's not funny. Why is this movie not funny? Yeah, oh yeah, play it for laughs. This is a British That, that one scene British when Gemma Atkinson shoots her head off, yeah. that's a good joke. Yeah. They can't afford to do it justice, but it's a good joke. I don't know why you just make this a stand, straight up horror movie when you've got a cast like that. Just make it funny. Yeah. It's easy. But this is a straight up horror movie. There's no jokes in this. Not intentionally, anyway. It's really and it forget- doesn't work. It, and that's it's, the problem. It's, it's uber really forgetful. forgetful. It really because is. I've not, forgotten most of that when I was just reading. It's not doing anything original. No. This is this is a generic werewolf movie. Yeah. There's nothing here that's not been done before. <laughs> it's, it, arguably, it's the second werewolf movie we've done on this show that hasn't got any werewolves in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we've done two werewolf movies and never seen a werewolf. <laughs> I love that. Right. <laughs> like you, you get a, a a little glimpse of of mummy werewolf, but yeah. you only really see her when she's back to mum. Yeah, and then you know you you see, you see Sarah, Sarah with, a, with a little bit of a snout on her. At least in yeah. Werewolves of the Third Reich, they put a hairy mask on at one point. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't even try. But you're right. There's no. For what this cast is, it should have some chemistry, shouldn't it? Yeah. The cast are terrible. All of oh, them. Oh, everyone in it is rubbish. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily their fault. I wonder if one, the guy who plays Stephen's gone on to be quite successful. He's in One Piece. Yeah. He plays Shanks in that. One Piece. Um, he's in he's in Silo as well. He's in quite a few different things. And um, he's awful in this. He's, he's awful in it. And he's well, possibly one of the most toxic characters we've ever seen on the show. Tom Felton is genuinely awful in this one yeah, scene. I think he's, he's just there to visit his he, friends. Literally, yeah. He, yeah. He must be. Maybe he was trying to pull Gemma Atkinson at that point <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> She isn't bad because she's doing exactly what she does. Yeah. She's fine. Her voice her voice now is a lot more annoying than it was <laughs> then. I don't know what's happened to her accent. Um, yeah, she was fine. Isabella Kelfort was fine. But the, the majority of this cast are poor. Really poor. The worst crime of this movie is that it's... You're right. It is forgetful. It's completely forgetful. It should have been done for laughs and it wasn't. This is... It's, this is... This should be a tongue-in-cheek British horror movie. Yeah. And it isn't. If it does that... It's got a lot more chance of us going, oh, I can see what you're doing there. Yeah. At least you gave it a fair fight. Because we've seen movies where you don't need to see the beast. And we're not saying you don't need to be... We've watched plenty of movies where a lot of that's off screen for budget reasons. But you can still do it and yeah. have a laugh. But that's not this movie. No. The director of this movie went on to make Strippers vs. Werewolves, which is a tongue-in-cheek... It's mm. terrible, but it's a tongue-in-cheek funny horror movie. Yeah. And then he made... But he made this super serious horror movie beforehand I, I do wonder it does yeah. not work at all it's not well I wonder if any of this just got chopped up and went oh maybe we started making one thing and then maybe because it is it's too straight laced takes itself too seriously far too seriously because it can't it's never going to it's never going to hit the heights of a proper horror movie because it's, it's the no, budget, the budget for it there. so try and tell some jokes in it yeah just, I don't that understand why you don't. You've got this huge house to play with as well, yeah. and it's it's barely. You're used going to one it. attic and one bedroom. Yeah. Which again, it's probably budgetary, but um. I liked the cops turning up and just dying straight away. I thought <laughs> that was quite funny. I love it when things like that happen in movies because they look like they're going to be the. Sa- it's basically the Dick Halloran role in The Shining. It's turn up, go and be the savior, and then just die as soon as you get there. But I mean, it's it's interesting to me that it can be this bad and this low budget yet have four. 2010 a semi-recognisable cast yeah which does make me think that's how this gets made 
Yeah. Because it's, it's, we're not talking your sort of, you know, uh, werewolves of the Third Reich type. But it's a bit more than that, isn't it, money-wise? Yeah. But it's no better than any of those movies. No, 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 not at all. Um, I imagine the director got a call one day and said, you can get Tom Felton in this movie. And he's gone, well, I haven't got any parts for Tom Felton. And he's like, yeah, but you can get Tom Felton in this movie. So just put him in this movie. You are because getting Tom Felton. The role movie. that you've got for him is not right for him at all. No. But, and he's only in one scene. But you you can market the fact that Tom Felton's in this movie just before the Harry Potter franchise is finished. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's what's happened. And that's why this movie exists. Yeah. Because Tom Felton's agreed to do it. That's the only reason why this movie exists. It'll be mates with some, a couple yeah. of these, this cast. Yeah. It's, it's got to be. Um. But it's, 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 it's awful. It's, it's dreadful. It's, it's really bad. But it's, it's not, not even so bad it's good. It's, it's not just, bad it's enough bad. to hate watch or to, no, it's not. to, to it's laugh just, at. It's just forgettable. It's, ten minutes after I leave this house, I'm never thinking of this movie again. Yeah, agreed. And, and that's, isn't that the worst I only part? watched it yesterday afternoon and I already feel like I've forgotten most of it. When I was reading through that, I was like, oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that bit. And it's like, yeah, I watched it less than 24 hours ago. I feel like this is a movie you could have watched with one eye. Yeah, easily. It, it wouldn't have mattered. Easily. I, I, I was kind of partway through thinking this is a, this is a waste of my time. Yes. Like if I wasn't watching doing this to get to, for us to do this episode, it would have gone off. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's not, it's not, it's not good, and it's not bad enough to be good. Yeah. You can't laugh at how bad it is because it is not that. It's not at that level. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just in that realm of forgettability. Yeah. Forgettability. Good word. <laughs> I'd cool. love to see a good werewolf movie on this show. Me too. Not happened yet. Are there any? I don't know. <laughs> what? Oh, in like, in are general. there any good werewolf movies? Yeah. Well, there's the um, American Werewolf in yeah. London, Paris. They're good. They're good movies. Uh, Teen Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. <laughs> Teen Wolf Two to a lesser extent. Yeah. Okay. What's the best thing about it? Dog Soldiers. Oh, great film. Good choice. That's how you do a werewolf movie. Yeah. Uh, what's the best thing about it? And it finishes. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's not a lot, is there? No, it's not got a lot going for it. No. It? Is it weird to say it is probably Gemma Atkinson? That is really weird to say, but probably, yeah. It probably is Gemma Atkinson. She's probably the best thing. That scene where she shoots her head off. Yeah. That's quite funny. Yeah. That is weird to say. That tells you how bad this movie <laughs> is that Gemma Atkinson's the best <laughs> thing about it. What would you change? What would you change about it? I think you've nailed you've nailed it. Make this a, a try a, and put some jokes in this. Put and some make British humour in this. And, yeah, horror horror comedy. It's easy done as well. Then it's going to get a lot more leeway. Mm. Yeah. When she shot her head off and he started laughing, I was like, "What? Why are you laughing at that? Yeah. What's what? I don't understand." Yeah, because he just flipped then to a crazy person. He did. Yeah, just lost his. There mind. was no yeah, development. Instantly lost his mind. Yeah. Right. Should we talk stream table? Sure. Shall I read up from the bottom? Yeah. Uh, I think this is really... I think this is one of the easiest placings for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Just probably ever. It's really clear where this goes for me. Okay, so number 18 currently in the stream table is Spaced Out. 17 is Buddy Games. 16 is Here Are The Young Men. 15 is Freaks, You're One Of Us. 14, Mercy. 13, Sweet Girl. 12, Still Time. 11, Girlfriend's Day. 10, Cadaver. 9, Paradise. 8, Catty Catty. 7, Don't Listen. 6, Against the Ice. 5, Is the Humans. 4, Is the Waterman. 3, Is Warriors of Future. 2, Is Hellhole. 1, Is Blood and Gold. I don't think it troubles the top 10. <laughs> it does not. 
I think you're right. I think I know exactly what you're going to say, and I think it fits there perfectly. Go on. This movie will be going in 16th place. Yeah. Un- between Buddy Games and Hero of the Young Men. Yes. Yes. It has to go there. Yeah. Because it is better. It, Hero of the Young Men is a better movie than this. And Buddy Games is it's not. It's not <laughs> a better movie than anything. <laughs> Other than Spaced Out, Buddy Games is not a better, <laughs> better movie than anything. No, they're making a TV show of Buddy Games. Yeah, I had heard. Crazy. Yeah, there's a sequel. There is a sequel, and now they're making a TV show. Bonus episode, Buddy Games 2. Or, <laughs> or a watch along, maybe. Mm, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so easy that it just it is the third worst movie this season. Um, it just fits there perfectly. Nightwolf, congratulations or commiserations. You are. I bet even the people in this movie have not thought about this movie in the no, last 13 100%, years. 100%. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, if you tweeted Gemma Eckerson, I bet she doesn't even remember making it. Do you know what's really weird about this movie? Currently, in yeah. the UK, it is available both on Netflix and Amazon Prime. I saw that, yeah. Free. Hmm. Like, that, that, that <laughs> doesn't happen too often. No, it doesn't. That's because no one has noticed that and on no both. one cares about <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Agreed. 17th Nightwolf out of 19. We're yeah. coming up towards the end of the, well, the dying parts of this season for definitely. Should we pick the 20th film of the season? Let's do it. Uh, call out to two remaining wild cards as well. You've only got five films left now. Uh, what would you like to watch next week? I think, I think I'd like a comedy. Okay. I'm up for that. But that's caveated by the fact I don't think there's many on our... No, there's not. <laughs> there's not many on our long list. Should I press the button? Yeah, do it. Robin has picked us a movie called Redemption of a Rogue. Okay. Any ideas? No. No, none whatsoever. Pure coincidence, but Robin has picked you a comedy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Or a dramedy. It's a comedy drama, oh, according to great. IMDb. That's a- very much in, in vogue, that word, isn't it? It is. Uh, it's Irish. Fine. Uh, it's from 2020 to 15. Do you want this synopsis? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, a nihilist, carries a black leather doctor's bag containing the rope he plans to hang himself with. Filled with guilt and shame, he returns to his hometown in the cold, austere beauty of West Cavern. As soon as Jimmy visits, his ailing father breathes his last and a thunderstorm rolls in. A condition in his father will, father's will dictates that he cannot be buried on a wet day. Stuck in a purgatory, days roll into weeks and Jimmy begins to seek redemption through love. He finds it in the most sacrificed and outlandish manner, sacrificial and outlandish manner possible. Okay. There's a lot of shit going on in yeah. there. Some of these synopses really surprised me because I, I don't think they fit. They're written by fans usually. I yeah, think. I don't think they necessarily fit the uh, definition of what a synopsis is. The official, More of a summary. The official synopsis on IMDb says, a, black, a Bible black comedy about a prodigal son returning to his hometown to seek salvation for his sins. Fine. So yeah, we're going Irish. Okay, well, we've... We've done Irish a few times. We have, and we've had, we've had some really good Irish movies on this show before, so... Uh... It also has a 6 out of 10 rating. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, go out and watch Redemption of a Rogue. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram and Letterbox at B-O-T-S underscore podcast on there. <laughs> I just choked to death. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com. On our website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded. Loads of other cool stuff. And you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Beanbag. Beanbag. Chair. I think you've done beanbag I think chair I before. I, I totally went... 
you went blank. blank. I saw your eyes go. Yeah. You turn, your eyes turn black. What are you going to turn into a werewolf? Um, after you've done all that, head sheepskin rug. Thank you. After you've done all of that, head over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Bottom of the Stream. On there for five pounds every month, you will get early access to episodes. You will get bonus episodes. You will get loads of cool stuff. And if you come in and I've forgotten what I'm saying, as a patron, and as a patron, you will get a wild card, which means you can play. You can pick a film we do one week. If you pick the best film of the season, you will win a prize. Um, and then head into our Discord. Our Discord is a wonderful group full of wonderful people who will talk to you about anything, talk to you about films, movies. Films and movies are the same thing. Films, TV, literally anything. And we play games in there. We do watch-alongs in there. Um, all sorts. We've got a cool Halloween watch-along coming up. We need to d- decide what we're going to do for that. And yeah, do that. Come and join the Discord. The Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare us a few minutes, please consider leaving us a rating or and review anywhere you can review and or rate podcasts. It really helps. It helps get our little show in front of me- more people's eyes and therefore in their ears. And who doesn't deserve to watch a movie so high quality as we have done this week? Absolutely. Nightwolf obviously deserves a bigger audience. It needs it needs eyes on it just yeah. to see how bad it is. People will remember. Oh, was this what 2010 was really like? <laughs> Unfortunately, I think it was. Werewolf running around everywhere. Bold werewolves. Bold werewolves. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, anywhere uh, you can find us, uh, you can find us anywhere that podca- podcasts are kept and released. Uh, Podchaser, pod Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those and the rest. Oh, it's all gone to pot. Yeah, it's all gone to shit. <laughs> but hey-ho, we've done now. So thank you for listening. Come back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for The Movie Show. Cheers. Bye.